0: <laughs> alright, alright, alright Good afternoon and welcome to METV uh, I am the host, Calvin T. Man With the hostess, Heather Heteru, And uh, Dave will be popping in at any moment And, um, hey, welcome I, I uh, am fully, fully uh, excited uh, today to share um uh, the recap of the man to man new summit and uh the shout out uh i'm going to start that uh, like now like i think it's so important to recognize um it's so important to recognize our our men our men that are doing giving uh loving uh and uh giving their all um to the boys. Um and 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 just to really get into this uh show before I do get into the show, um uh, Miss Heather, how are
1: you? I'm good, thank you. I, it's a great day. It's beautiful outside, the weather is moderately well and so am I. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Anything interesting so far this afternoon?
1: Um, It's just been, you know, it's it's Sunday. And so Mondays, you kind of look forward to what's coming for the week, how you're going to, you know, keep the momentum up so that you can reach and reach all the goals that you've set for yourself and for, you know, those around you for this week. So, that's where I am in that space, and excited about what this, what today is going to bring, and reflecting on the end of the day.
0: Good, good. I uh, am currently working on the pecans <laughs> that have uh, lodged in my my mouth, right? Like, so, I'm trying to <laughs> not to let that impede the progress. But so let's get right to it. Um. Uh, still waiting to see when Dave will pop in. Um, and first of all, let me tell you how dope the man to man you summit was. Right, like. Um. And I think, um, as I told you before, my job is to uh, take this thing as a cookie cutter um and multiply it and, and do more for boys, right? Um, I'm going to uh, raise this conversation with uh some people that I know that can make it happen. Um and um uh, it's starting with a brother of mine, uh a doctor Harris in Atlanta and um and then we're gonna make our move uh from there, right? Because I think we got to really get out in front and let them know that they're loved and there's resources for them and they don't have to fail. Um, You know, one of the things that came away from uh, the other day was, uh, you know, the fact that the kids don't understand the opportunity that they have in front of them. And uh, we understand the background on these kids and what they go through and And so that's just one of the things that I really want to get into. So I want you to jump on this list, right, that we're starting.
1: Well, you know, before we start, I want to first thank our engineer for being here today and uh, being consistent and keeping us on task. I Thank you for being here, for your gifts and talents and your good energy that you're sending across the room. Um, Secondly, I really want to acknowledge all of the people who were behind the scenes on making the Man the Man Youth Summit just a success and uh, really give value to it by their presence being as a part of it. So definitely um Pastor Winston, uh Daniel Winston of Impact Church, uh the hunters on the audio video equipment, um Uh, Daryl, the, um, videographer and photographer at the event, um, Latrice, uh, hearing our part of our team, Emmy, um, who is unwavering in her commitment to show up and show out and bringing all her gifts and talents, always bringing a hundred percent to, um, everything that she does and especially what she does with Emmy. Um, I want to thank and give a shout out to Little Caesar's Pizza on Harper. Um, who, you know, made sure that we got the pizzas on time, that they helped us get it out to the car. It was a young lady in there, and we were thick trying to get those pizzas in in the car and and still for her to be able to navigate all that she did. So I didn't get her name, but I do want to give a shout-out to that Little Caesars on Harper um, to, um, you know, for them and their part in making our event a success. I want to give a shout-out to... Maya Mason at CNS Healthcare, who came through um, with uh, Michael Garrett, who was one of our speakers, who sponsored the pizza in his absence to make sure that the boys still had a piece of him. They had a piece of pizza in his honor. So that was awesome um, for all of those parents who brought their their boys in, took the time, parents and grandparents, that brought their, their boys in to make sure that they had that experience um, our, our Emmy board, who's always supporting us, our dynamic Emmy board, who's always supporting us, and, you know, our cheerleaders, our members are spread across the country, but they show up still for our, our organization. They're still advocates for our organization. So, uh, And those who wanted to be present and sent good energy in, in lieu of their physical bodies being there it still makes a difference because that energy still travels whether you're you know, whether you're there at that moment or not. That good intention, um, the good energy that goes into the work that we do is definitely appreciated by those who are continuing to lift us up in prayer and making sure that our boys are getting what they need. So I just wanted to make sure that we started out with those acknowledgments. I wanna thank Calvin who is definitely the visionary and who is uh, has this level of commitment that is unwavering for this work that we're doing in this community of boys and, and the restoration of family. It's really seeding in the lives of boys. And I think the Man to Man Youth Summit is uh, evident of that seeding in the lives of boys. It was an amazing event. Um, it was um, just just so much more than you can expect. You know, you set up for an event to happen, you set things up, you try to put all the things in place. And you, when you see it unfold and you see it come to fruition, it is an amazing thing to know that people benefited from the, your labor of love. And so I wanted to make sure that we said that. Um, and I just wanna share with you kind of a few of the, the things that the Man to Man Youth Summit was purposed for. The first one was to encourage the commitment and those young men, the boys and young men that were present who were from thirteen to twenty four, to um to make sure that they had a strong start to their school year or and or a strong start to their next step. So maybe they had already graduated from from high school and they were on their way into work and they were on their way into college and they were on their way into their their next step in life and so for them to be present and to have um have had the experience of bonding and building together was a a amazing sight um number two uh to show boys to show the boys that there are men out here in this community who care about them who um who care about them and their their future as well as their now Um, number three um, the goal, uh, the third goal, was to love on those boys, to make sure that they have a touch, to make sure that they have a kind word, that they have encouragement, engagement, and empowerment, which is our, you know, our Emmy um, way, so that they feel appreciated, they feel a part, and they feel their value. Number four was to share resources and information. And number five was to give them a voice and a platform for their thoughts and their ideas and their um concerns to be heard and I believe that all of those um those goals were met at that event. Would you agree, calvin?
0: Yes, i think um the real um thing excuse me I think the real thing um that really what got me. Uh, was the engagement. Mm-hmm. Right? And the engagement was just off the charts, right? You know, just hearing the young men come to the mic and share, you know, where they were in depth. I'm talking about we set the tone in the environment where at first they can be trusted because it was something they never heard. A lot of young men never really had to experience the fact that there was someone there just for them, right, to be heard. And then um, the, the men, excuse me again, the men, um, and how the men reacted upon seeing how the environment, right? And so now so many people is like, man, you know, I wish I could have got my, more of my kids here, man. All well, my kids missed out. You know, I mean the 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 people at Impact. You know, they come out like, man, look here. I messed up. I was focused on the wrong thing. You know, but like I told them, uh, and like I say always, uh, blessings uh, to those who appear. You have to be an everyday man, is what I was clear on with these young men. Um, if you don't show up, you can't get the blessing. Period. I don't care who you are. Uh, you got to be at it every day. And I made that clear. And so if you don't show up, you cannot catch the blessing. And that's that's the thing. Because you never know when God is going to put it. And you would be like, I tell you this all the time. Uh because I didn't go uh, here, or I went here. And I went to a spot, and next thing you know, it was this person, this person, this person, who I wouldn't have never ran into had I not gone. But I'm always listening, right? And it's the same thing with our boys. And so that was the thing that I was really excited about uh, more than anything um, was the engagement.
1: And if you... um if you will, I, I do want to get into, and I, I'll be excited when Dave uh, joins us too. Um, I want to talk about the Ma'at memos. I want to explain what it is, and then I want to explain how we used it in the man and man Use Summit. So, Ma'at memos are reflection cards. And so, this is kind of a, a sample of one. On one side, it says Ma'at's memos, and on the back side, it actually has a statement for you to consider. And so the purpose of my aunt's memos is to really get you to one dialogue to reflect um, and the, the, the infused spiritual connection to the card is that when most people read the card, it sets an alignment to where you are it gives you what you need in the moments that you're in those moments. And so they are by divine design that way to give you the things that you need for consideration. And it's typically random. So the cards are random, and how we use them is um, all of the uh, participants and the mentors that were at the Man to Man U Summit were given a bag, a, a grab bag. or They call them swag bags, but it, it was a grab bag. And in the grab grab bag was the the event shirt, which is the Man to Man you Summit shirt. Um it was some information about mental health and wellness. There were some uh it was some stress balls in there. There were uh some fruit snacks in there, there were uh, keychains and ink pens and um there were wristbands from uh Uh, the Christian Fellowship organization. Uh, So it was a number of of really unique um, gifts in that bag. Included in that bag was a card, uh, one our Emmy card, and the second one was the Ma'at Memo. And so what they did was, and of course, there were no women or mothers allowed in the space where this activity was taking place. We were all were volunteers and were outside of the space. So uh, we were just kind of, and not even a fly on the wall. We weren't even allowed to be a fly on the wall, but we were outside to make sure that they got in and they got what they needed while they were there. But the my, my aunt memos were designed to generate discussion. So we know that um, in our community and communities at large, that literacy is always a major issue. So one of the ways that we help to... Um, kind of offset that is that we offer that literacy experience in everything that we do because it gives us a way to gauge where a person is so that they're not struggling um, and that they don't feel embarrassed or ashamed to be in you know community venues in public places where they feel that you know reading is going to you know put them in a bad position so the goal was not to um not to put anybody on the spot that way, the goal was to give them an idea to consider and reflect on. And it was, it's very individual. So when you get the card and you, if you read the card and the card is read for you, it still gives you an opportunity to share your thoughts on how it impacts you. And it doesn't matter the age, it just matters that your voice is heard. And so that helped us on multiple levels. It helped us to make sure that one of our goals of their voices being heard was met. It also helps us with our overall uh, reading in the lives of boys. One, making sure that, um, that they're exposed exposing some additional exposure to literacy and literacy tools and supports and watching other people mirror that. Um, the comprehension piece is really huge to reading. Um, And another opportunity that it provided was to just make sure that as they were dialoguing that they were validated and valued in their thoughts and opinions of themselves. And so um, that was really huge. So I'm gonna pull one of the My Memo cards. I'm just gonna take it from the middle here. And we're gonna see what it says. Wow. So this, this memo says, always make your contribution bigger than your reward again it's always make your contribution bigger than your reward and so how this this particular card um impacts me um is in the work that i do i'm i'm not i'm not looking outwardly from a for a reward based on the work that i do i'm look i am looking for results however and so when it says always make your contributions bigger than your reward To me, that means that um, whatever I'm giving, I need to make sure that I'm giving my best, my 100%. Um, And then in return, the universe will repay. I'm not looking for someone in particular, but I'm looking for the universe to repay. And the repayment for me are the results of the work that I'm doing. And so if my, my contribution is making somebody's life better, then I'm fully enriched. And, I'm, um, you know, that that's payment in full because that life is going to have a ripple effect and reach back around to me. And so all of us ultimately benefit from the contributions that we all make. And everybody has a contribution that they can make. We're not talking about big or small. We're talking about impact. And so I, I really appreciate that. So, Calvin, I'm going to have you
0: pull one of the cards. Yeah, you want me to pull. Here we go if you pray then don't worry and if you're going to worry then don't bother praying wow you gotta have faith so looks like dave is in the building
1: oh awesome dave you're right on time
0: and so moving moving right along right i want to really Based on what we have here, we highlighted the memos. Uh, one of the things, so of course I don't have my glasses, so that's very, let me get my glasses on. That's funny. I, I, I really want to take this time while we're working on pulling Dave and I want to take this time to really acknowledge I want to take the time to acknowledge. uh, I'm gonna start with Terrence Wheeler. So Terrence um, uh, hit the stage, was in the building. Um, Me and him both are are, are our Virgos, our birthdays on this, right? So it's it's funny how we kind of both are relentless at what we do and how we do it. And um, we were having this a great conversation. And then he took the stage. And, and and one of the things he said, you know, um, poverty, right, can create, right, gives you, uh, you don't have to be in poverty. You just got to be exposed to more opportunity, right? And, and that is something that is as real as uh, real can get. Uh, when you are exposed to more opportunity, you see things, right? Uh, poverty keeps you. in in basically in this little cage right there to keep you right where you're at you won't walk off the porch you don't see beyond that Uh, poverty is something that is also a mindset and it's also a condition for which you can get out of right Uh, and you gotta have a work ethic as we talked about Teferi uh, brought it home on the work ethic you know Uh, making sure uh, and that's Teferi making sure that the young men knew about work ethic, right? And 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 preached on it and extended it uh fully about how you got to have a work ethic. And and then uh Marty Bolger uh really laid it out with what you would become. Becoming. What does it take to become something and what is your becoming, right? And um we we really exposed them to the one word of who they are. Uh, They did a great job of making sure that the young men uh, did not leave as as explaining um, how one of these young men, the young men were going to be blessed. Right. And what is it? What is the blessing was going to look like? Because there were men in the building who could offer you an opportunity and take you your idea, your concept, your business, your mindset, the whole nine to another level. And so that was what was in the building. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to my brother Otis Bellinger, who uh, me and O go back, a lot of people don't know me, and O put it on paper, Uh, 25,000 males mentored. We've exceeded that number in 13 years. And so 13 years ago, this is what we decided. And um, we stuck true to the word. As a matter of fact, when we did the first Man-to-Man youth Summit, Uh, between the guys all the guys that were uh, invited, uh, myself, um, Otis, Ray Winans, we're the three that continued to work with the boys. Out of all the people that showed up at this event, we continue to do the work in the community with our boys uh, and and making a difference, right? Um, And that... Uh, was what this man-to-man was all about. Bringing it back out was an adventure, but I knew that God had put these men in my life, and once we put it on, and then Zach, you know, Zach opened it up. Zach talked about living with 10 siblings in a 571-square-foot home. If that don't make you hungry, nothing, though. Zach is a millionaire today, right? And so 571 square foot home with 10 siblings, right? Uh, And he opened the stage. And those men are friends of mine. These are men who really understand, right? People talk about your circle, but these men, they get it. um, And they do it. And and for me, um, that's who I wanted to shout out. You know, Brother Dave, he showed up uh participated and, and 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 I'm sure Dave can give you because we both was on fire afterwards, you know. Dr. Uh, Jordan. What?
1: Dr. Jordan.
0: Dr. Jordan Bratt for sure. No question. Dr. Jordan, uh who I spoke with uh the day before, Charles. called it. Charles. Uh Charles Davis who showed up to volunteer, uh wants to get involved, uh, um, saw the work, um and came by way of the uh, fan page and wanted to get involved and want to help. And so um, these are the men who were present and made it happen. And they did a great job, and I couldn't thank them enough. Uh, Dave, would you like to add to that? Yeah, it was an amazing conference. And the the real
2: blessing of it all is that I believe that the young men young students that were there were able to gravitate to the message in a way that would allow them to now move forward with a different attitude because each one of the presenters opened up opened up with so much powerful information that they could take away with take it'd be a takeaway for them that if they did if they exercise what they had gathered there. There's no way that they could not be like the gentleman who was a millionaire himself. But more not a millionaire just in dollars and cents, but in spirit and heart. Because I think the presenters opened up some doors that would let them see their best selves and work towards becoming a better version of themselves. So I was just totally elated by the whole outcome.
0: Yes. Heather? All right.
1: Um, So the next thing that... Um, that I wanted to get from, uh, Calvin and Dave, I know it was a lot of rich dialogue. Can you give us just some of the things that you heard from the boys from their own lips? Can you give us a little bit of some of the insight of some of the things that they were saying? Were they speaking on solutions? What were they talking about?
0: Well, yeah, um, we heard a lot, a lot of the young men poured out, um, uh, a couple of young men, you know, they were on top of their game, and and they they needed uh, this opportunity, you know, to come to the mic and speak. Another young man talked about some of the things he went through as a child. Uh, another young man was talking about, you know, these young men, their goals: playwright, writers, writes music. Excuse me, a number of these young men really, really, really uh, just felt free. And begin to talk. And and again, I think that was more than anything for me. That was the part that I wanted to achieve. So now, going forward, we know how. Uh, and, and, and you know, as I told you earlier today, and, and Dave, you can take it from here, but as I told you earlier today, Heather, I exercised our format, the Emmy way. First, we engaged them. Then we empowered them then we encourage them. And that's what we've been doing. I've been doing it for 37 years. That's what we've been doing the last 15. And and doing it in a format where no one was left out, right? Because men need to be acknowledged. And we are doing a very poor job at acknowledging our boys and the men in our lives, right, to keep them going. I mean, a man walks out the house, it's way different for him. A boy walks out the house is way different for him than it is for a girl or a woman. All right? And so uh, that's that's where I'll leave it at. Dave, what do you have like to add? Yeah, I think
2: uh, one of the gentlemen came to me. Well, a couple of them, one, one who was military, and another one actually was one of the cameramen. And I think both, if I had the conversation directly, and well, a couple of younger ones too, I think my takeaway for what they were saying was that now they could see their best selves they can believe that there are men out there who are trying to push men young men forward to the more positive side with all the bombardment of negativity that our media puts on our young men and and so rightfully so because most time when the media is pumping something they can pumping negative but they recognize that there are men out there who can make things happen and men who are willing to exercise not just in words but in deeds that they would support them, and sometimes, as you said, young men, young boys don't feel supported. Sometimes older ones, as a matter of fact, and we have to do a better job in that. And I was just so elated that the young men were inspired—not just by 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 the meeting itself, but they had this innate inspiration, that they were driven to go out and do something positive to give back. So. I think, again, the meeting really just kind of was the iron to sharpen iron for them. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree, most definitely. Um, I, I think uh, I gotta I got to interject this one piece. I know we're on the positive side, but I got to say this, and it almost took me to another page, but to the mothers out there, you are handicapping your sons when you do everything for them. <laughs> the incident with the mom, i if, if Latrice wasn't waving, it was gonna go the wrong way because I, I don't have no room for that. You got a 13-year-old son standing there and you, he can't fill out this piece of paper? You failed him. If you're still filling out paperwork, well, he can't, uh, no, you failed him, right? He's 13 years old, right? The other one, Dave, um, Durrell, literally got on his Facebook and said his life was so impacted by, uh, you know, because you know, Daryl was the one who videotaped it. He said he got on Facebook and he posted a video, hey, man, today my life changed. I, I understand a whole lot more. I mean, like, he put a whole live down and and put it out there. He's like, I'm coming away from some of them circles I was in and I was hanging around. So, which is the point is if you came and you didn't walk away with something, remember, it's man to man. So what do we do every day? We peer mentor. That's what That was a full-blown peer mentoring session right and if 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 you walked away from there and you didn't get anything, it was only about because your ego, either you had an ego or you just don't know what was going down. It's that simple because I walked away four I walked away four yes,
1: okay, so um one of the um one of the outcomes that we're always looking for is how do we now implement solutions? Have we gained any new insights on solutions? What are we doing to make the difference? We all have seen uh, you know, so many of the problems, and we sit and we talk about the problems and we talk about solutions, but acting on those, those words is really what we're talking about. Where does the solution start to be implemented? How do you continue to implement solutions? And so for this discussion, I would like for us to um, do uh, a couple of things. The first one is to talk about some of the ways that, that this event uh, fulfills some solutions. And these were some of the ideas that we came up with. One, that uh, men were present they committed to be there, and then they showed up. That's one. The second one is having consistency. When you follow through, you keep your word, you, you, you finish what you start, um, that's two. And the last one is that you continuously tell young men and men their value. You tell them that they're loved. You tell them that they're appreciated. You tell them that they're valued. You tell them that they are the seeds of hope. You know, and every day the more you share that with them, the more you validate them. And so, one of the ways that each of us can participate in the solution, much like the man-to-man youth summit, were one of those three ways. And so, the first one again is be present, be there, show up. The second one is be consistent. So that's consistent in your your encouraging words. That's consistent in Showing up that's consistent in uh, validating them. And then the last one is to verbally speak it, speak life into our boys and our men. And so these are some of the solutions, not only that we are taking away from us from the Man to Man Youth Summit, but solutions that are easy enough for all of us to continue to do. And we need to continue to do those things.
0: Being clear. Mm-hmm. Being clear about that, clear intention, right? Clear intention, Dave, Heather, clear intention, right? About the work. I'm talking to my my boy on the phone, my friend uh, Lionel, and um, he. One of the things he said today, he was like, "Man, I walked with you. I see how God has impacted." He said, "But more importantly, I see how many lives, right." And he said, man, I don't know how you remain so consistent when it's, I know you need funds. I know you need, he said, man, how are you doing this? Right. And, and, and I explained to him that a purpose, it's a heavy carry. It's not something that uh, is not a typical thing uh, when you have purpose. Right. You your obstacles become bigger. Your your attacks are right. And, you know, what is your reason for living? A lot of people still searching for that. And and God brought my purpose full circle. But as I said at the event and I told him, I said, "See, you don't understand, Tom. I do now. So uh, 47 years ago, I was the 10 year old who contemplated suicide. I said, but what's, what, is, what you don't understand is that was the first attack to prevent me from doing this. Mm-hmm. You see, I said, and that, that is the, the process, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know that the person that and the people that's going to take us to the next level is listening, watching, and evaluating, and it's going to be crazy. Uh, when that blessing come to the table, I know that blessing is en route, if not already in the vicinity. But for me, I have to steal, no matter what happens. I gotta get up the next day, and I gotta do this purpose. And I don't know. Um, I can't call it for uh, everybody else. I don't know what your circumstances are and your purpose. All I know is uh, my purpose requires every day. So as men, as I told men, their first ministry is fatherhood. So as a man, you have to get up and you got to be an everyday man. You're not going to find your purpose, right? You got to get up and be an everyday man. That means you got to find somebody to be on your team that encourages you every day. You got to find people that want to take this dream and this vision and this purpose and move it to another level. You got to you gotta learn every day something new. So I understand what you're saying, my man, but understand that I ain't got no choice. And that's the difference. See, if I had a choice, if it was my choice, I'd be on something way different. Um, you know, I'd be doing this or I'd be doing that. Nah, that's not my choice. It's out my hands. It's gone. Once God delivered the purpose, it was out my hands. It ain't on me. What's on me is to do what I'm supposed to do. That's it. And I'm afraid if I stop, man, I had to tell a brother once, I said, man, if I touch anything that I'm not supposed to touch, I'm afraid something's going to go wrong. So I had to stay in this lane. And that's it. And that's how purpose works. Purpose won't let you rest. You can fall down, but you got to get up. And that's what I want the young men and people to understand. While they're judging or have an opinion about me, you can't put on these size 12s. I'm sorry, because uh, even he said it. He was like, I watched you do this with your own money, and even when you didn't have no money, you was trying to figure out another way just to sustain. He like, man, that, I got to tell you, man, that's incredible. And I know God had his hands in it the whole way. And so that is it. That's how you got to show up for these boys. You got to show up every day. You can't show up today and then two weeks later. Uh, I'm going to show up. No, if you got an obstacle out there and you a father, you got to figure out a way to get to your son and your children. No matter what the obstacle is, you got to figure out a way. You got to think through that process. No matter what game she playing, no matter what the court, the law, I got to get to my kid. I got to get to that boy. I got to get to my daughter. I got to get to my children. I have to. I have to. I can't make the excuse. And that's where we are.
1: And that that also means to be able to reach out for help. That means you don't have to do it alone. That's right. There are organizations specifically designed for the restoration of families. And so sometimes it's out of the scope of what we know or what we know to do. And so don't feel like you're alone in this journey. Don't feel like you're alone as a parent trying to either unite with your children, trying to make it work with your family, keep pressing and keep looking and so if you need a a place to start always reach out if not on social media visit our website get involved another way to bring a new reality to your world is to get involved if you can't meet with your own children right now then be a substitute dad for somebody else's that's right you can do it you have so much to give And there's so great of a need to have our men participating in the lives of people. And believe me, that seed that you sow always comes back. It always comes back to you.
0: Dave.
2: Oh, I did it again.
0: We hear you. We hear you, Dave. We hear you. (laughs) hey dave david
1: so so while davis is connected with us again our goal as a community really needs to be the question answering this question what does care for our boys really look like what does that look like what can you do individually in your household in your community at the school, what can you do to show that you care about a young man? Dave. What are some of the things that we can do?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's so significant, too, as uh, one of the brothers said, attendance. You have to be there. And so uh, it, no matter what, when you get up in the morning, when you look in the mirror and you see yourself as a man, you have to remember that there's another man that's going to be looking at you and when you recognize the importance of your value you should recognize the importance of their value wow. when i was in the army i would work from sun up to sundown it got so obsessive with trying to make sure i'm there for my troops and mostly men uh, uh that they even was contemplating even trying to get me out of the military because they said man you work nonstop." and i know that doesn't make sense but some people were so overwhelmed by the fact that i was again be there for them. I would go to, I would look them in the face and say, I got nothing else to give you. So when duty was over, I still had a duty. And so the the meeting of me and Calvin coming together, because when he met me, it was about helping men. It's always been about helping our own, not because I discredit anything with our, our sisters, our God given sisters, but I know the importance of the stories of men. I know the stories of men who could shoot a, a fly's wing at 300 meters and then be in the corner in the fetal position breaking down, because they didn't have nowhere to go to, so they felt alone. And it's so important we recognize that men, uh, you know, I heard a, a I dated the gal once and she said men have feelings too. I said yes they do. I say just because your son is eight and crying don't mean he won't cry at 38. They don't turn off when they turn 18. They have emotions, too, and we have to adhere to those emotions, and we have to give them a safe place to express those emotions. Here's a 10-year-old that will now will become a 57-year-old who would be helping boys for the rest of their life. Somebody had to adhere to those emotions, because if they were not addressed, we probably wouldn't have saw that 10-year-old, which would be Calvin. So it's so important we give our men a safe place. And I'll say this. I don't do too much addressing this uh, publicly. I usually talk behind the scenes like Calvin now. But again, Calvin pointed out something that's so significant. And then I was talking to Matrice yesterday, and it's so important that we recognize that women need to make sure they acknowledge the value of men across the board. You know, this, this, this kind of machoism, well, I better not say this or give him that, he should do this, he should know. No, we have to recognize that men have value across the board. In every area of everything that exists on this planet, men have contributed as well. And sometimes we don't recognize that contribution because it's business as usual. You know, he should go to work. He should bring the funds home. He should do, the, do these, these chores, these activities. But you have to work with men from the inside out, not the outside. In. If we would work more in developing the internal stability of people's emotions and spirit and their mental capabilities, We will see the outward manifestation of more love, more uh, uh, peace, more compassion, more empathy. But if you don't address these things, as one of our young boys said uh, last year, hurt people hurt people. And until we learn how to stop hurting one another, men to women, women to men, we're going to always see these battles. But you have to give each other a safe place. So it's so important that we be present, as the brother said. We have to be present. We have to let men know they have value, man to man. Women have to let men know, woman to man, that they have value. And we have to let our children know they have value because most of the things you see out here is because people are internally struggling with their value. When you have value, when you know your value, you don't have to take somebody's life. You don't have to rob nobody. You don't have to abuse nobody. You have to disrespect nobody because you know your value. So it's so important that we make sure that we are in our, each other's presence and we be the iron to sharpen iron. We have to help each other.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so that <laughs> that brings us to the the ideas, the 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 complete how do I put it? The the best way uh, this is something that was on my mind that I was going to share, so it's a surprise to both of you. Uh, the makeup of a boy. Mm. Mm. How do you make a boy into a man, into a husband, into a father? Uh, a boy, uh, as my article I just wrote for Hype, uh, blind to the ways of mankind. Uh, we, our boys, um, don't get exposed to male guidance, energy and lead. And it's it's across the board, right? Because uh, society, the patriarch the mine the whole nine, men go to work, you come home, she stay at home, that old fashioned, right? So men cling to that, a conditioning. Um you have uh uh the woman is up and she's going about her thing. Uh now she's you know active in the community, doing her work, doing her thing, right? Another conditioning, a new conditioning. Right. And so what was not, uh, understood is the child, right? So the child, um, the girl, she has the in-house role model. Uh, she's able to see, you know, this woman go to work. She's able to see this woman manage, be strong, all these things, right? Even in that work, strong and handling it all, uh, a conditioning, right? But here's the boy, uh, we have our sons and long before now, um, the boy was being uh, marginalized long before the 50s, uh, even in the 30s. When the dad go to work, if the boy wasn't part of the farm or he wasn't part of helping, he was told to sit, go, go to your room. All the old movies show you this, right? So then the boy struggles. Then we might lead the boy. With the mom, the boy's struggling again, right? Everybody talks about what happened to Mac, but now let's really get into how do you successfully make a boy, right? A boy is born. A successful boy should have access to a successful, healthy uh, masculinity, a father, possibly a stepfather, father figure, grandfather, but the boy should have access. Um, a boy should be taught to read immediately. If you're not taught your son, it's going to be very difficult for him to understand how important it is to being a man so reading is life right the boy then is exposed to play and 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 hugs and and the boy is conditioned to believe by way of the system right so here's the new system if the boy has access to the father the father should have access to the boy i've seen so many couples and so many healthy relationships where the woman literally understood and let the man raise the boy there was no interaction no interference right we have this tendency to interfere where the boy is being raised by the man right as often I need that on my team, right? Because love is something that women crave. But the boy still needs that male guidance and interaction. Then the boy goes out and he learns, right? And he's learning because he's with his species, right? And then when he sees his species, is doing the right thing he's healthy uh the species is uh, respectful he's taking good care he's showing love to the spouse in the home uh he's he's enjoying the relationship with the spouse he's the spouse is giving back the boy is seeing all of this and then the boy steps out into this world and what happens is when we step the boy out into the world this world is covered Our boys are smothered and covered in the means of mothering. So we say, what's wrong? Why are the males so emotional? And then you hear women say, I don't want a a man. He's a beta male in all these terms. And I've been asking this for the last couple of days. But I'm saying, if you damage a boy, you damage a man, you damage a husband, you damage a father. You need that man. Well, um, statistically, if you've been following our show um, we give out statistics on how powerful the man really is. And, and and it's very important because the man is key uh to the children living longer. And so we we ignore these things, but the new boy, right? The new boy who has interaction with his dad, uh who guys he's now uh the head of a household, he's a good father, uh he's a businessman. Uh, He's strong in the community. Uh, He's strong on the job. Everyone looks up to him. Uh, No one is really looking down to him. He doesn't even really participate in the isms. Why? Because he's been structured by a father and guided in the principle. So many of us right now, men, today, we have way too much emotion um, that conditioning harms raising the next level. And so that's why we do this work. And and that's part that I wanted to share. Uh, the new boy is being raised, and uh, he has been raised, and they're doing their thing. And um, if you ever need me to drop names, I can start from back at the, by the age I was 20. And 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 we're gonna do more, right? And because that's what's in our wheelhouse, that's what's in this purpose. Um, Dave, tell everybody where they can meet you at, and you can respond, and and then take a minute to tell everybody where they can find you. The,
2: the, the one thing you said, you know, uh, too much emotion, uh, too much negative emotion. God gave us emotions uh, to right. utilize, so I want to bring attention. Thank to you. It. You need uh, the emotional intelligence will allow you to have emotional balance and be able to do the regulate, the regulating of those emotions. And this is the part that is lacking. Men teach boys how to regulate those emotions. Once we learn how to regulate our emotions, we can maintain a balance and not be reactive or proactive. You can reach me at David F M A M Patterson at Facebook as well as Urom Seven at Yahoo.com.
0: Heather?
1: You can always reach out to me at yourinspiredjourney.com, or you can reach me by phone at 313-759-7855. Again, that's 313-759-7855.
0: Awesome, awesome. So... You know, normally on a day like today, I would would close with a monologue. I guess that's what you could call it. I would go on a a positive rant or so. Uh, Today, not so much, right? Today, I just want to let you know uh, within earshot, I don't have no choice but to love you. Um, I'm asking that you, uh, with your men, uh, your males in your life, that you uh, really judge them and appreciate them by their aspirations, uh, their goals and their dreams. Um, I also ask that we not do everything for them. Uh, We gotta get out of the habit of doing that, right? Just cause you're in a hurry, find some patience, watch that clock, but take the time, let them do what they need to do, right? And stop saying that our boys are babies, Stop calling our children babies when they're grown and they're still going to be my baby. Stop that. We are raising adults, and we need to understand that from the word go. Healthy adults is the goal for every child, and that's the way we have to parent. The last thing I will add to that is um, mom, dad, you can make all the money in the world, but you just can't make up time. Give your children... Cut the TV off. Don't turn up. Don't get high. Give your children some normal, structured time. They just want to be loved. And teach them in that time. Don't just be holding them and holding their hand and all that, you know, pulling them in. No. When you got that hour or two hours with them, teach them. Teach them something that they need. That's going to help them in life. Thank you. My name is Calvin Mann. President and founder of Encourage Me. I'm young. God bless you. And encourage me. I'm young. Peace.
2: food. Mm-hmm.